What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, El Paso, Abilene, people up in Lubbock, people up in Tyler, people up in Denver, Colorado, people up in the Shy City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down in Laredo. You are tuned in here to the Thursday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producer that's been in the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. And we are broadcasting here from the newly Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. 877-37-GRIND is your number if you know what you want to talk about. Uh, of course, it's always open phone lines. Give us a call. Anything that we're discussing on the show today you want to weigh in on, feel free to do that. The only thing that we ask you to do is to call during the breaks and be patient during the long segments and breaks. And we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Also, keep in mind, if you need to reach out to me or follow me on Twitter, you can do that at SportsGrind. And if you want to stream the show live and leave live comments, I'll read those on air uh, in real time. If I don't respond to them then, I'll respond to them later. Uh, but you can go to the business Facebook page of SportsGrind Entertainment, or you can go to my personal page and leave comments. And like I said, I'll respond to them in real time on air or I'll respond to them a little bit later. And also, don't forget, if you ever miss any of the episodes live, you can always go to sportsgrindonline.com where you can download the podcast daily, 365, seven days a week. And also, keep in mind, if you are traveling or you're out of a market that doesn't have us terrestrial or we're getting preempted by play-by-play in your market, go to sportsgrindonline.com where you can click the play button and listen to us, and we'll come to you live. 877-37-GRIND. What's up, Mr. Clark? You ready? Yes, sir. Red Rock and Roll. All right. So we've got a lot of things popping off uh, Thursday. Of course, we're going to start. We finally got the NFL preseason is here. The 2023 NFL preseason gets started tonight uh, in the Hall of Fame game, which I didn't have it on the docket, Jonas, but I do want to touch on this when we get to this uh, here shortly in regards to I would like to go ahead and be ref- my memory refreshed on who are the Hall of Fame class uh, coming into uh, this particular year. But we've got football live action tonight. We'll start there here shortly. We've got some other things going on. World Cup. Uh, we have another stunning development. We've got the Germans that are going home, not making it out of group play for the first time uh, ever. Okay, I checked this one, so this one's straight. Yeah, that first time ever, they're not going on. They play Korea to a tie 1-1. One, one. Um, these 5 o'clock start, I can't. I don't know do it. I still don't know how I'm going to stay up for this USA Sweden or how I'm going to get up. Because if I go to sleep, I'm just going to wake up. I'm going to go to bed early and set the alarm. That never works. Um, but anyway, didn't get a chance to see this match, but Germany's going home. So this is, like I said, the, the women across the country and the globe in this particular sport, soccer, everybody's the gaps are closing i mean look at it i I told you brazil uh actually is going home and not qualifying for the first time since 19 i think 96 it was or something like that uh five 95 um you have germany that has never uh not made it to the knockout round in the ladies and they're going home usa's being picked apart about their play finishing second in the group um you know going after their former players that are current analysts that are criticizing them so um from what i take so far as we get into the knockout stages is that the landscape of women's soccer has uh, leveled out uh, it's caught up everybody there's there's the gap is not that far across the uh, the uh, land as much as it is in the men's uh, speaking of soccer um, I've been meaning to bring this up uh, Messi 
um, scored his seventh goal uh, last night um, in his short time with MLS. I know you had told me that he's going to be in Dallas this weekend. Um, he's selling out on, you know, in the home games in Miami. But when I looked at this, and, and I forgot the, you know, his first appearance at some other league on how long it took him to get to seven, or at this point he had so many goals reference to seven. Um, the first thing that comes to my mind looking at this is it tells me what I've already known and what I have been preaching on this platform for years. Um, it lets you all you need to know about where MLS soccer is. Because this is a man that is up in age that just finished playing a World Cup this past year and has jumped into a foreign country, the U.S., in a league he's never played before at his age, and he's already got seven goals. Now, I get it. That arguably, this is, somebody, this is a lot of people that pay attention to soccer. This is a lot of people's goats. It's not mine. But definitely breaking through and getting his first World Cup helped him out. Um, and I understand his talents. But at his age, to have seven goals through this few games that he's played, it just shows you the level of where MLS is at. That's why Pulisic and all that, that's why American soccer, they need to, again, encourage those guys to be good enough where they can get overseas contracts like Pulisic. That's the only way we're going to close the gap on the men's side for our American men, um, you know, to the other powerhouses, uh, you know, countries that are in soccer. Now, again, credit to Messi. It's a good I'm not trying to rain on the parade of his accomplishments, but I'm just putting it in perspective for people that either pay it, don't pay attention to soccer, don't care soccer. I'm trying to basically just educate you to show you the significance of really the quality of guys in the mls it's a professional league i'm not saying it's a cupcake league but this guy is older and in a lot of his competition he's playing against are guys that are in their mid-20s early 20s late 20s, and, th and this guy is in his mid to late 30s so just put that out there also college we got a lot of things shaking up in college we're right around uh week one i think if i'm not mistaken i think they did do away with week zero in the college i've been complaining about that but i haven't seen anybody reference to week zero but week one is right around the corner but we have some things shaking up in regards to presidents athletic directors and conferences and conferences on the verge of dissolving um the big 10 commissioner has been giving the green light to go ahead and look for expansion. And timing is everything in life. It's everything. And the timing of this is almost perfect timing for the Big Ten, but it's horrible timing for the Pac-12 if you are a person that wants to die on the sword for Pac-12 football. Because the reports have it that the commissioner of the Big Ten is going to probably try to go pillage big time from the Pac-12. This also comes on the heels of we just talked about it a couple of days ago that the commissioner of the Pac-12 was putting together a new type of TV deal um, that he was going to have like 48 hours the pitch. And pretty much it came out to be where it was going to be the Apple streaming service. Like, hey, it worked for Messi. No, man, this ain't this is the Pac-12 at night. I mean, you can't you cannot compete. And this is no disrespect to Apple. 
but you cannot compete with other Power Five conferences with only your biggest TV deal is a streaming service deal. It, it that's that just shows you how bad the Pac-12 is. And really, I have no sympathy for the commissioner of Pac-12 um, and the people that have that some of you know athletic directors and some presidents across Pac-12 country has got got dirt on their hands they've got there's a lot of muddy hands involved in this never gonna get tired of saying that all year by the way so just get used to that but it's a problem to where they allowed it to get to this point they 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 lived everybody lived off the hog which is usc and ucla and got their kickbacks here none of their schools washington a lot of their schools outside of UCLA, and not even UCLA, but outside of USC, they don't travel. They don't travel to bowl games. They just don't. But they've. But I'm talking about from the aspect of the TV deal and really letting your two most prized possessions and assets in the Big Twelve and the Pac-12 sneak out the back door. What do you got? Uh, Dennis Dodd at CBS Sports reporting um, that should. Uh, now, we've got a handful of schools. Oregon and Washington are two that kind of headline the Big 12 uh, pillage, if you will. And that those are the two schools they're targeting. You also have a situation where Arizona, Arizona State, Stanford could also be moving. If, this, if the conference, the Pac-12, loses um, three, uh, an additional three schools, you're talking about you know Arizona, Arizona State, or Utah... In addition to the potential of Oregon and Washington here over the next few years, without adding another school, they'd find themselves at a conference of six. Speaking and, of the Pac-12. Speaking of yeah. the Pac-12. Now, this is five teams to move, right? Oh. You know, to move yet. But if this were all to play out, that would put them at six, which is the required minimum for the NCAA to be able to be a conference. So then you would just need if they don't add, you're talking about one more school defecting, and it's the the dissolution of the Pac-12. We could see this in the next few years. Well, I don't even know if it's going to take a couple years to have this happen uh, at the pace of realignment is taking place. I mean, we just announced this week, or they announced, and we talked about it that Colorado, newly acquired Coach Prime is landed. A lot of attention with the Buffaloes. The program has been down for years. Uh, but they've announced they're moving to the Big 12. So you don't even have the opportunity if you're the Pac-12 commissioner or the Pac-12 to enjoy the fruits of labor of getting Deion Sanders and all the attention he brings to your conference. That was out at the window just like that. So my point being is I think this is going to dissolve more than state. There's, there's no – and the state of college football where we're heading, and I've been saying this for years, it hadn't happened, but I, one of these days it's coming, and I think these are pieces before, you know, that are part of the puzzle, that there's just going to be two super conferences. And that's just where we're heading. So this is just the part of things getting moved around and dissolved. Because, again, as we talk about this, we've got Texas Senator Ted Cruz – and I'm glad we're, that, that we're reaching, you know, out of the state of Texas, at least, uh, you know, getting in Colorado's region, because I think it's my duty um, as having a voice down here in Texas to let everybody outside here. Not everybody is down with Senator Ted Cruz. And I have no problem with saying that. That's other reasons that has nothing to do with a sports show. OK, 
But the fact of it is, this is part of the reason, and I'm going to tell you how this ties into the realignment, what we're talking about. Um, but for the reason of what he's doing, grandstanding, I've already said a few weeks ago, I don't need Capitol Hill and the Senate trying to figure out if the NCA couldn't do it and all they want to do is say, hey, man, get us out of the courts here. There you go. They can get paid. And they didn't pretty much think about, well, if this goes on, if they use it for recruiting and they rush it out and they couldn't figure it out. Why have our senators in the in, in, in Capitol Hill, how the hell are they going to figure out to make everybody happy in different states and all that? It's just a waste of taxpayers dollars. I, don't, I disagree with in general. But here old come Ted Cruz. OK, it's grandstanding. Like I said, the only thing you can do is recite the Constitution and grandstand. But that lets you know, since we've got senators that are going to release this bill, so that's, I had on the document, we can, kill, we can kill two birds with one stone right now. You know, he's introducing this bill that has to do with name, likeness, imaging, and it kind of ties into the NIL, but he's putting this together, okay? Like, okay, we don't have other problems in this country, and there's also problems that are state, the state, just the state in general, okay? But you're going to go ahead and do that. Now, the re that shows you how important and what the they you've got old school guys, you got senators, you got everybody just holding like, oh, my goodness, uh, you know, we can't lose the sanctity of amateur college sports. We can't do it. We can't let kids show. Where have y'all been watching? Like, why wait till it get to now? Like, it should have started when y'all first said what? Mickey Mouse, a.k.a. Disney, gave that conference a B? Is that a one behind that? Did I read that? These old school guys, they should have been reading this years ago when these big TV contracts started dropping. How did we get here? How did this happen? That coach got how much? How much is his buyout? And then it trickles down to the, to the youth. And then all hell's breaking loose. So you got the, we got to get control of this. Look at the conferences. Florida State. They said, hey, it's not a matter if. It's just a matter when. We're leaving the ACC. Now, if you look at the landscape of the ACC, you've got Florida State. I can tell you the two big dogs that is at the big plate that's getting the big piece of chicken. I can tell you right now that that's Florida State and that's Clemson. And I guarantee you, if Florida State is jumping ship, I promise you Clemson's going to be jumping ship, especially if they have a down year again for the third year in a row. And I'll be on them for a certain other reasons. Because all I had to listen is like, oh, Nick Saban's reign's over. Alabama, here comes Clemson. Here comes this dynasty. Trevor Lawrence went to the AFC South and all held and broke loose in Clemson. I'll be watching them. I'll be on. And I like Dabo Sweeney, but, you know, it, we rushed to judgment on that. He's had three. This would be three down seasons because I guarantee you all hell's going to break loose from the national media. If Alabama has a season with three to four losses this year, because technically people are like that's two down years. Oh, they'll be telling they'll be saying those oh, top row St. Nick to retire. I can hear the headlines now. So I'm not going to let Dabo slide. And I damn sure ain't going to let Jimbo Texas boot wearing uh, snakeskin boot get away with it either because it's time for him to deliver. He ain't even delivered a damn potential first-round quarterback in the draft yet. Got a lot of stuff to get off my chest today. So college is steady, just basically just changing. And, and the genie's out of the bottle and is what it is. But I promise you, Florida State has already put it out there. They're leaving. Clemson's right behind them. It's going to be who it is. And they're all – they're playing – this is like just a game behind game. Like they, they think they're fooling the public, which some of it they are. But it's like everybody is in cahoots behind closed doors. And you know who's telling everybody? You know who's playing? You know, we're, we're coming in the year and that time of season of fantasy football. 
okay, and you're getting ready for your draft parties and everybody's cooking, you've got TV networks, head executives playing fantasy football with college programs. Like, you know what would be a good dream contract, con, you know, conference? We're going to spend this money. Tell them we would like them match up. And they're telling ADs, they're running and they're sitting there. Hey, you know, we're entertaining, maybe leaving because y'all are puppets, man. The networks that's shelling out the billions is telling you what conferences they want to see. Don't y'all see this? But we got Senator Ted Cruz moving on to another topic. You know, think Ted, you know, it's getting hot down here on Governor Abbott, the way these whole boards being handled. Oh, that's humane. Now, Ted Cruz, see, he called. Let me go over to college. Let me go ahead and just basically pull out this legislation. Whatever, Ted. When we get back, we got football preseason 2023 is official here. We'll jump into it. You listen to the sports grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the newly Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. We'll be back. Texas summers can get hot, but now they're blazing with the new Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary mix. The latest addition to the Zing Zang lineup brings the same great, bold, and delicious taste that you already know, only much hotter. Shake things up with Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary mix made with premium ingredients and crafted for a bold and savory taste, whether with your favorite vodka or with the pre-mixed ready-to-drink cans. Zing Zang, America's favorite Bloody Mary and an official sponsor of the sports grind. Please Zing Zang responsibly. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to choosetiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the sports grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing and spinning the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dosecki's Get a Dose. We are broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. 87737Grind. Um, yeah, so the college landscape is very changing, but before we get into that, this next segment is going to be sponsored by Specs. If you're looking to check on what's the latest new products coming in, or you already know what you want, but you just want it delivered straight to your doorstep, don't forget about SpecsOnline.com because the fun starts here. That is Specs, official sponsor of the Sports Grind and its official partner of the Dallas Cowboys, which we'll get to them shortly here. Um, we had some other things before we get into the kicking off the preseason. Um, other notes, real because we talked about this Monday and we know we came off of big fight weekend on Saturday. 
and I didn't get to this yesterday because we had the interview yesterday, but Tank Davis was on one of these new, what do you call it, when you get a bunch of people on the phone and your picture pops up and everybody's on this big old conference thing. What is it called? I don't know. But he was on this big old call. And the conversation came up about the fight and everything like that. And Tank pretty, you know, hey, man, you know what it is. Tank says that he would get Crawford in six rounds. Let me tell you something. They, after the performance Crawford did with Spence, they could put the mark at $150 for that pay-per-view fight and I'd pay it. And that's what I talk about in regards to, like, I don't even know the weight situation between those two at the top of my head. Um, I think it would be possible. But see, that's the one thing that, and I understand, look, there's you have to be realistic when you're talking about weight classes. But the reality of it is that's the one thing that, even though I'm not a big fan of it, I've got to tip my hat a little bit to UFC because that's the thing that UFC has been kind of running laps around boxing for the last seven, eight years or so, or maybe even a decade, because they usually give the fight to the fans that they want to see. They make it happen. That's one of those matchups. Because first of all, where the, and I think Crawford has already responded because I know I saw the video that he called one of the Charlo brothers out as they were counting Spence out. Like this dude, is they ain't even called the fight yet. He knows it's over. They're stopping it. And he turns to the front row and telling the Charlo brother, you next. This dude's a bad. He's on a mission. But let me tell you, Tank, for him saying that and Crawford responded, put that on the radar. That's going to be coming through a boxing sometimes to you. I believe so. What are you giving? What are you shaking? I gave you the one fastball, and you shaking your head like, "Nah, stop it! It's not happening." Are you gonna go with me to the weight? It's too much, you know, disparity in the weight class. Or where are you going on with when you tell me no way is this happening? Well, I'm gonna say first off, Tank Davis has to continue to prove himself. You're talking about Crawford is twice undisputed, and you know, two different weight classes. Um, coming off of he's got all the momentum. Tank Davis has a regular championship at lightweight. But that's all. That's all he has. When you look at you know who holds the belts, and and that's not even an undisputed uh, cha- uh, championship that he has a, a portion of. Um, you are talking about about a ten pound difference. Okay, which is not um, that bad. And then and and then you listen. Well, I mean, it's it's two classes. Okay, well, go ahead. Okay, and then you listen to Crawford himself, and he's speaking with Hot ninety seven the other day doing a radio radio interview. He said, "Nah, I wouldn't say that it had happened." Speaking of the uh, the potential matchup, he said, "I don't see any anyone else on that level of Terrence Crawford versus Errol Spence besides Canelo, and he fights at one sixty eight plus. So no, so I don't see him and me fighting." He said, "I would say one fifty four realistically." You know, him in uh, speaking of a Canelo potential. So he's he's already dismissing. He said, I'll, "I'll fight Canelo first before I even entertain the idea of Tank." No, it's not happening. Okay, first of all, let me tell you something, and let me let me, let me just give it, let me just give you something a little bit here. First of all, you said hot. First of all, before I even get to that, you do sometimes, and and and, and my new market, Denver, they'll get to know this, and and you know some of the other newer markets are you know my home base understands this, but I go by a lot. I have survived in this business for a lot of reasons, but one of the main reasons for 20 years is because I sometimes go by the naked eye test that never fails. I don't give a damn what belts Crawford got that Tank don't have. If you look at the naked eye test of Tank, Tank Davis is a problem. That's number one. Number two, 
10 pound differences has been made up in boxing history before. It just depends on who has to do the climbing or who has to lose the weight. That's number two. Number three, you said his response was on Hot 97, right? Yeah, he did a radio okay. interview. Let me educate some people. Uh, Hot 97 is that that's a that's that's a culture station, and let me break that down. That's a hip hop urban station. Hot 97. When Tank Davis said this on this call, this was kind of broken by by I think academics or whatever. Another hip hop culture. Let me tell you something. Crawford can say whatever he wants right now. There's two things that can make this this fight happen: money and the culture. If there's trash talk going on in the culture, and these are two alpha males, that fight, we don't even need Don King to put that fight together. That fight would happen. Ten pounds ain't nothing. Money talks. The, Crawford can say, but the thing of it is, the culture got it. The hood, the streets got it. The more the streets talk, oh, Tank said six round. What? What? The more they hear about that, it comes a pride thing. No matter how much money you make, you can remove yourself from the culture, but the culture is always going to be in with you, and that's a culture fight. If the culture keeps talking about it, it'll happen. I'm not going to say it's his next fight. I'm not going to say the two. I don't. I wouldn't mind seeing Canelo with him. That's a good fight too. But don't sit there and tell me because of ten pounds and pain. And in your opinion, you don't think Tank's proven anything. When I'm seeing basically Nate Diaz, which should go down, is going to go down, and should be in the Hall of Fame of the Octagon, sitting there fighting a YouTube sensation guy that has one of the biggest hustles in American history, next to Donald Trump winning the White House. So if that's possible, if that's possible, and we saw Conor McGregor. And Floyd Mayweather, UFC, if that's possible, don't tell me Tank Davis versus Crawford is not possible. Now, that's your opinion. I will respect that. Only time will tell. But let me tell you, if the culture keeps talking about it and money comes, you're talking about a fight like that where guys probably looking at at least, not even gate or whatever. That's a fight. Usually you go to heavyweights when you're talking about $20 million a piece, 25 30 guaranteed. I'm not talking about Floyd. What Floyd had was a whole different. He, he owned his own company, Floyd. That's a, that's, a, that's a unicorn. But if you talk about boxers and that, you're talking about possibly a huge eight-figure payday for both of those. I know you. I know you like your guy. I know you want to anoint him the new face of boxing, okay? But this is not happening. And then you look at look at Styles. Styles make fights, right? And you look at what what Crawford just did to Errol Spence, and now you have Tank Davis saying, "I'm going to knock out Crawford in the sixth round." This is. He's he's trying to go down the same route Errol Spence when it went uh, for taking the, 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 on the, the, the bottom line. He's gonna get his ass beat. The, 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 the bottom line is I believe that Tank is 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 is, is smarter. I know where the I know the kennel he came from, and that's the Mayweather kennel. I, I was seeing Tank John. I was seeing Tank at the age of twelve or thirteen in, in the jungle in the middle of the ring doing some of Mayweather's training, and he was holding his own. Tank is cut from a different cloth than Spence. I think he's a smarter boxer than Spence. His defense is better than Spence. And if he says he can knock somebody else, I've seen him knock some other dudes out. That was a dominating performance we saw at Crawford. But don't tell me that. Like, I mean, come on, come on, man. Like, come on. You sitting here for the last year and a half, champion Jake Paul, who's a YouTube sensation. I have not. No, you I don't know. You know, you start this you, in you, another you, market. No, Come no, on, you man. were defending this whole. Well, Calvin, that's just this is the YouTube. This is the era. It's, this is what a, we want to do. When I was saying, what are we doing? Okay, the yes. bottom line is, if that can happen. From a guy and his brother who created was trying to create Jackass Eight. Or basically trying to be the new, um, you know, what, what, what's my man's name from back in the day on MTV that used to run around, bum is on my hip, dude, that guy. 
maybe before your time. If, if they got going because of that and playing pranks and they didn't hustle there all the way up, don't tell me a 10-pound difference. And because they don't, he don't tank, don't have enough belts as Crawford, that fight can't happen. What are they, they talking about? It? You gotta get on his level first, man. I'm not gonna yeah, go. Any, we're not any, gonna. Anybody, we got football. Can call out anybody. We, we're not gonna football. I'm not gonna let you disrespect Tank Johnson like that. I, what Crawford has done is special. Well, Tank but Davis? you, I mean Tank Davis. I, I'm not gonna let you disrespect Tank Davis like that. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, like I said, I, of course Crawford's resume looks better, but to think that Tank ain't a top a draw in boxing right now, that he wouldn't deserve a shot if they decide to do it, the money's right. That's ludicrous. That's absurd. I'm flabbergasted. And I can't even spell flabbergasted. But let's go to the National Football League. All right. The National Football League is here upon us. We've got the Hall of Fame game getting going tonight between the Jets and the Cleveland Browns. Um, and I had this question on the docket, you know, what, what are we looking for in this fight? Um, what is, I mean, not fight. So you got boxing in my mind. What are we looking at this game tonight in preseason? From everything I've heard, don't plan on seeing Deshaun Watson or Aaron Rodgers tonight. Um, so if you don't have two of the main draws at the quarterback position, and this is just a Hall of Fame game, one preseason game, um, I'd still go back to what I always draw in preseason early is systems. Defensive schemes, which a lot of teams do not show their defensive schemes in preseason. They don't put that on film for the most part. But I like to see the effort. Also, I like to judge depth. Like, what you know, because mostly these are guys that are not going to, like you educated me and reminded me, we only got one cut down this year. So a lot of guys you see on the sideline of the Cleveland Browns tonight and the New York Jets having them dudes, it's going to be like a total between both sides, 60 to eight, uh, 80 guys that ain't going to be there on the team. But I still like to see the depth of that second and first year because those guys will get some action for the most part. And maybe some like I doubt it very seriously. We see Miles Garrett. I don't think he would play tonight. I haven't heard anything, but I would be surprised if he would play. OK, um, you know, so, I, you know, those are the two. I don't know about Amari, all that. But the bottom line, it doesn't matter. We've got football tonight. Um, one of these teams have sucked the life out of the offseason and attention. Uh, speaking of the New York Jets. Um, there's a lot of pressure on them in regards to, I believe, because of who they've acquired, uh, because of Aaron Rodgers, because of the control he's had, because it's been the Jet show. Uh, but tonight, it's just good to have football back. And as the preseason gets going to tonight, do we have any? Pre is it preseason this weekend, or does it, do we have to wait till next? Because I know this is the Hall of Fame. It's going to be another week. Another week. Okay. Yes. Then we really get the preseason kicked off next Thursday. And that one's going to be headlined by uh, the Houston Texans and the New England Patriots opening action next Thursday. Right now, early line, Texans minus one and a half. I kind of refuse to give lines on preseason football. I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. I mean, if, if somebody's really trying to break down, and trust me, I know some professionals, I know they're out there, and I know they do, but for the public consumption, anybody listed to this show for – spread information tonight on a preseason game. You sit on somebody's couch. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Um so yeah, I mean you you got there's different ways you gotta look at preseason, even if you're partaking of that, but come on. But we do have two over under totals for you today. Uh we didn't get a chance to do it yesterday, but we are going to do the Arizona Cardinals and the Atlanta Falcons today, but hopefully before we get out of here and run out of time. What else you got? So tonight's reported quarterback matchup, at least to start things, is going to be Zach Wilson versus Kellen Mond. See, there you go. Okay, I mean, so yeah. when you really come that come out, 
Zach Wilson was kind of the, a story last year. Right. Because the Jets, it, for all intents and purposes, gave up on him. Right. Sala benched him. Uh, they no handled way, it poorly. He went yep. to Mike White. No way we're going to him. So now you want to see, okay, has any any bit of Rodgers, you know, mentorship rubbed off on him? How has he risen above the, you know, uh, above the... Um, the criticism, the criticisms is he really, and, and, the, yes, yeah, like, the maturity so is really what you're looking so for. So how is and how is he handling yet another system? You know, yeah. this is a this is a hackett system um, that again Aaron Rodgers has talked up all week. Uh, so is that kind of what you're looking for when you look at this match? Well, that's a good assessment. When you talk about Zach Wilson, I mean, it would be interesting to see how he handles. Uh, and, you know, and I don't know how many first team pieces he's going to be running with tonight but the maturity how he handles in the pocket me personally I do I'm glad that you brought that up because I do feel like I I wasn't down the way it was handled with Zach Wilson Um, again you're talking about a, a young man that went to BYU and then got dumped down as being a top three pick in the NFL draft and dumped in the city of New York and everything I mean I mean that that is a lifestyle adjustment tough for for a young man like that you know then all of a sudden, I mean, hell, it got—it was so much intention that we found out that he was basically, you know, with his girlfriend's mother's uh, friend or some some older woman, twenty years older than him. Which He's I didn't a have a cougar pro- hunter. Well, I didn't have a problem with that. I mean, when I was in high school, I've always had a thing with older women. That's why I always tell AC all the time, like, how did I end up with you when you're like six years younger than me? That's not even that. That's not even that, that's not even normal in my world. What I've looked at, but you know. Love is blind, as they say. But anyway, that is a good point. I, Zach's maturity. That's first of all. I don't think anybody knows whether Zach's a bust or not. He hasn't given the fair opportunity. Um, and honestly, the truth of the matter, I don't know. You know, Aaron Rodgers alluded to the other day, and and which I'll take my L when that happens. But he kind of hinted that this is going to be at least a couple years partnership, and he's trying to tell me that's the reason why. And he's telling everybody that's the reason why he structured the deal. He got the $75 million two-year fully guaranteed. But I would say you're saying that now, but we got to see how the season goes. I mean, if this is an up-and-down season, it's a struggle, do you really feel like coming back? You know, so we'll, we'll take it with a grain of salt. But my point is I don't see Zach Wilson. I don't see the Jets, and I really don't see Zach Wilson or his agent being patient for the Aaron Rodgers thing to dissolve. You know, um, and I believe, you know, when you're in, the, you know, people want to know what is the use of preseason and stuff like that, where this is also an opportunity where you're putting tape out there for the rest of the NFL, too. This is your one opportunity. These four games or three preseason games, however we got if for most guys case, whether you're going to be cut or if you're in a situation like Zach Wilson, you're a backup. You, th- your job is to put good tape, whether you're out there with the second string, third string, you want to put good tape out there for other NFL uh, GMs and owners, because if they need a quarterback or something happens, hey, what do y'all want for Zach? Wilson? so I these you know, that's a good point, Jonas. These preseason games will be a good indication and to where Zach Wilson's maturity has gone to, if it has. He's been out of the news. I mean, hell, it's been all Aaron Rodgers. This time last year, we were trying to fit we were trying to figure out who the woman was. But, and keep in mind, you know, it's tough. I mean, his first couple of years, he played with a defensive coach. Sal is a defensive coach. And I don't have faith. I don't care how much Aaron Rodgers 
loves the guy. I don't care how much he knows his family, respects his family. I am giving nothing and no sign to me. I don't care whatever that Nathaniel Hackett can develop young quarterbacks. Can't see it. Don't see it. Haven't seen it. He inherited Aaron Rodgers. That's what he did. I hope he goes home and prays every night. When he prays every night, I hope he thanks whoever he prays to, okay, because I got to be PC. I can't say the Lord because people, well, how do you, why do you say that? You see where, you see what's going on? You know, Colorado's like, who the hell is this? But look, he should pray every night, thank you for having Aaron Rodgers in my life. I bet you he tells his wife, I bet you they sitting at dinner, they'd be on a vacation like, damn. Can you imagine? I mean, Aaron Rodgers, can you know? I mean, like, she's like, hey, man, as long, long, as, the, long as the black annex card, credit card still works, it's all good. Who the hell coaches one of the worst offenses in the NFL history and gets an offensive coordinator job within the calendar year? That does not happen. That does not happen. Doesn't. So we'll see how it looks tonight. We'll see how it looks. But at the, the bottom line, football's back. Now, speaking of this is the Hall of Fame game, and I know we're coming up on break, but when we get back, I want to refresh my memory in regards to who are the Hall of Fame candidates that are going in into this year's Hall of Fame. Uh, we'll talk about that. And also, this story, now this was circulating since Tuesday. We're Thursday, but it's been jammed, and it came across my radar last night, and I checked in this morning. But we've got to talk about Dallas Cowboys and something that took place at camp at practice between Diggs and Dak Prescott. I definitely want to get into that. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the newly Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producing Spit of the One and Twos. We'll be back. When life sounds too much like this. It's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special Nam and Seafood Lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. From craft beer, rare spirits, and world-class wine to chips, dips, and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you, cheers to savings. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. 
Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here.